Super duper do, how are you? What do you do if you need to lose weight? Some of the experts are suggesting, in fact a lot of experts are suggesting, that exercise doesn't help you to lose weight. It's good for fitness, it's good for strength, it's good for longevity, but if you need to lose weight, exercise won't help. And those experts are right. But Rowie, you're an exercise professional, of course exercise is good for losing weight. No, it's not in the traditional sense because exercise for most people is long, slow and boring and there's lots of reasons why exercise doesn't work for weight loss. So let's look at them really closely and carefully and if we could just consider what some of the challenges are so that we can get people healthy, fit and strong and if somebody needs to lose weight, let's make sure that they do. So the first thing to consider, I always start at the top of the body, let's start with the brain. If you are exercising to lose weight, is it possible that you'll hate it? <laughs> I've seen people exercise to burn calories, do the right number of steps. I've got to fit into my clothes by a certain amount of time. I have to weigh a certain amount. And they're out exercising with this miserable, grumpy look on their face. I've been at some of the most beautiful beaches in the world, some of the most beautiful hiking tracks in the world. And there are people literally checking their watch to make sure that they're doing the right number of steps and they're exercising for the right amount of time because they're exercising to lose weight. Could that be a very demotivating reason? It could be one of the reasons why people don't lose weight when they exercise because the focus is on burning calories and losing weight. Is it possible that if you get really fit and strong, the side effect of that is that you'll have a really fast metabolism, you'll have a higher base metabolic rate, you'll have a respiratory quotient that prefers to burn fat, so you become a fat burner and your body turns into a fat burning machine, I love to say that. Uh, and the purpose for exercise is different because you're exercising to get fit and to get strong, to have a stack of energy and to enjoy your life, not to lose weight. And on top of that, mentally, a lot of people will weigh themselves before they exercise. They weigh themselves after they exercise. And of course, because there's been some fluid loss, if they've gotten sweaty because they live in a hot place, uh, they think that that exercise is, uh, they've lost weight from doing that exercise session. And of course, you can't maintain that long term because the weight loss was from water and you can't stay dehydrated. So it doesn't take long before that weight comes back again and people get really demotivated. I'm exercising to lose weight, but I'm not losing any weight. So mentally, it doesn't seem to work well. And if exercise worked psychologically for weight loss, uh, you, you'll often hear this, uh, all the experts and the documentaries and the, and the world, uh, uh, there's, there's now medical conferences on what we call diabetes or obesity, but uh, it's particularly now called diabetes because if you've got uh, a challenge with your weight, you tend to end up with type 2 diabetes, which is high blood sugar levels and uh, it's a full-blown horrible disease that uh, is a horrible way to, to live and then a horrible way to die. And I'm sharing that with you because as an exercise professional, I think it's our responsibility to make sure that people don't get those horrible diseases. And the beautiful thing about exercise, and let's just, if we can focus on this again, if I get fit and strong, could the side effect of that be that I lose weight? If I get fit and strong, could the side effect of that be that I burn up everything I put into my body really quickly, including sugar, so that those big 
glucose molecules that if, if I don't burn them up, they end up, because my insulin system's busted, my endocrine system, hormonal system gets busted because I'm not fit and strong. So now my insulin system doesn't work, which is the hormone that takes the, the blood sugar out of the bloodstream and puts it into the cells where it belongs. And we need sugar for our brain glucose we need sugar for our muscles glycogen and we store it in our liver as glycogen so we need that we need sugar we need insulin to be working which is the hormone that takes the, the sugar out of the bloodstream puts it in the cells but if that system's busted because we're not fit and strong if we're weak and frail and unfit and sick and diseased then we end up with high blood sugar levels which are precursors to type 2 diabetes which is cardiovascular disease which is everything from going blind to a penis that doesn't work to renal failure to amputations to strokes and lots of cancers it's a horrible disease but isn't it awesome to consider that if you're fit and strong then your body will burn up everything that you put into it really fast including sugar and fat and alcohol and calories so why doesn't exercise work for weight loss in the long term a lot of people suggest well i went on a diet and i did some exercise and i lost weight but they put the weight back on again which i agree that means that the exercise or the food or both didn't work because if if you start an eating or exercise plan and you don't stay healthy fit and strong and energetic for the rest of your life could it be that that thing didn't work for you the second thing to consider if, if we now go away from the brain and just think now of the whole body if your body's fit and strong, how do you get fit and strong? And most people would say exercise, but the challenge with that word exercise is that most people think 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, go for a walk for an hour, go to the gym and do a class of 45 minutes, go to the gym three times a week for an hour, walk for an hour, jog for 30 minutes. Uh, and unfortunately, in the short term, that might have a little bit of an effect because if you're unfit, you'll be getting puffed when you do those 30-minute, 45-minute hour sessions of exercise. At some stage in there, you might be getting puffed. But the challenge with weight loss and exercise is that we can't, we can't I think I've heard this expression, your, your, your fork can't keep up with your walk. We put certain amount of calories in and the amount of energy that we expend when we do a 45 minute class or an hour walk or even a, an hour run uh, that balance is it's very difficult uh, we eat a lot of calories and we don't burn very many calories when we exercise i'm going to go a step further uh, is it possible that we shouldn't burn any fat at all when we exercise and probably not that many calories and the reason i share that and it seems to go against what everybody says uh, and perhaps, and I'll, I'll pre-frame, if what everybody says was working, wouldn't we all be healthy, fit and strong? If exercise worked to lose weight, most people will tell you that they do some form of exercise, it just didn't work. Or they're exercising and they're not losing weight, or they're exercising and they're still not in great shape. So lots of people go to the gym and would love to have ripped abdominals and tight butt cheeks, but they're just not getting them, even though they're exercising, which is why people say exercise doesn't work for weight loss. Could it be possible, please consider, that exercise isn't about how long you exercise for and it's not how many calories you burn when you exercise and it's not about how much fat you burn when you exercise. Could it be that we use exercise as a stimulus for the body to change? It's a stimulus to force the body to get fit and force the body to get strong. 
Now, the only way to, to put your body under pressure for fitness is to get really puffed. And the only way to force your body to get strong for strength is to overload your muscles. So you have to overload your skeletal and muscular system to get strong. And you have to overload your heart and lungs, your cardiovascular and respiratory system, to get fit. And there lies the challenge. Could that be why exercise doesn't work for most people? Because people focus on, I went out for an hour, or I did a 45-minute class, or I went to the gym three times a week, and I did X number of reps and X number of sets, and I went through the process. But the body doesn't respond to a process. The body only responds to overload. So if you're not getting really puffed, and if you're not overloading your muscles and bones, now it might not mean that you lift heavy, you just have to lift heavier than your body can cope at the moment. Beautiful thing about that, of course, is if, if you keep lifting heavier, you'll just keep getting stronger. So here's the challenge. If we keep talking about exercise as 30 minutes, 45 minutes or an hour, number one, is it possible that people mentally just either have no conscious understanding of why they could would even want to put that into their life? For a lot of people, it's too long and too boring and they don't have time to do it. But my question is very personal and very important. Why would we get people to exercise for 30 minutes, 45 minutes or an hour? When in our human existence of evolution have we ever been required to do anything of medium activity? So if we're hunters and gatherers, and we haven't evolved from that yet, we're either searching for food, so we're walking long distances quite slowly, or we are finding food, which means we have to run away from the wild animal that's trying to eat us, or we have to turn and fight the wild animal so that we've got something to eat. So we're either plod jogging or walking along slowly in the aerobic system, or we're in the phosphate system. And the phosphate system, as we know, is the only 100% effort system. So your body will, can, if it's got to get away from a threat, it's got 10 seconds to go hard and fast, because after, uh, after 10 seconds at 100% effort, you then go into the lactate system. And now this is my next question about exercise. If you're in the aerobic system, it's long, slow and boring and takes a really long time and there's no reason for your body to change because that's how you live your life in the aerobic system. The lactate system is anywhere from 10 seconds to two minutes and you can work really hard in the lactate system. But it has an interesting uh, side effect. It's called lactic acid. When you are that, And that's why it's called the lactate system because it produces as a waste product lactic acid. Acid pushes up against nerve endings and causes pain, burning sensation, which you'll often hear people say, and it really fascinates me, because if somebody's got a burning sensation in their muscles, number one, it means they're definitely not burning fat. Number two, there's no exploding fat cells. Number three, it's not you're not at 100% effort. If you've got that burning sensation in your muscles, that's your lactate system, lactic acid pushing up against your nerve endings and causing pain. But it's not getting the result. The other real major challenge with the lactic system or lactate system and lactic acid is that if somebody's really unfit, they'll actually feel sick when they train in that energy system. Now, elite athletes, a lot of them have to train using the lactate system because that's their sport. So if you fight for two minutes or three minutes or if you're a 400-metre sprinter or 800-metre sprinter, you have to build up a resistance to lactic acid. But for normal average people, for those of us who want to be fit and strong without having burning sensation in our muscles, and we actually want to exercise at 100% results, so there's an argument there that this is the best way for athletes to train. If I put in 100% effort, I get 100% result. If I put in 100% effort, I can only go for 10 seconds. 
And for most people, that is not what exercise is. Most people, if I ask them what is exercise, they'll, they'll share with me, not passionately, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, three times a week, five times a week, and it's really boring. Or the people that love to do that, is it possible that they are now addicted to that? And there are a lot of people who are addicted to gambling and smoking and taking drugs and and all sorts of interesting things that have interesting side effects. It doesn't mean that it's good. It just means that they're addicted to it. And I can come at you from a very personal place because I certainly, I didn't know my anatomy and physiology. I didn't learn the phosphate system, the lactate system, the aerobic system and how they work effectively for my body, my athletes' bodies, my clients' bodies. And I would get people to plod jog through 20 minutes. I'd get people to do 45-minute classes. I'd get them to come to the gym three times a week. And I'm asking very personally, where does that make sense? We don't, we, we live in the aerobic system. You only have to train in the lactate system if you're an athlete that uses that system. But even then, wouldn't it be great to be really fit before you force somebody to, to get a burning sensation in their muscles and uh, create this, it's called the green zone. Athletes call it the green zone because it makes you feel sick. So if I put all of that together, what if the concept of exercise is wrong? And that's why exercise doesn't work for weight loss. If I want to lose weight, I have to change some things in my body. Number one, I have to have a, my base metabolic rate is how many calories I burn when I'm at rest. And wouldn't it be great if we could increase that, which is a bigger engine. So if I've got a bigger engine, I burn more calories when I'm doing nothing. Could that be pretty cool? Now that comes from muscle. The more muscle you have, the faster your your base metabolic rate. So if I'm a woman, for example, and you're old like me, you don't want to be losing muscle, you want to be maintaining muscle so you keep the size of your engine. And if you're privileged to be a bloke with high testosterone levels, you can increase the size of your engine, you can put on muscle size, so you increase your base metabolic rate. So for a woman who hasn't exercised or hasn't exercised for a long time, she will have lost muscle tissue. If you then build that muscle back, her base metabolic rate will go up, which means at rest, she's going to burn more calories. Her body requires more energy. I think that's bloody exciting. The next thing that we need exercise to do, so base metabolic rate increases when you replace or gain more muscle. Awesome. Your metabolic rate obviously spikes. That's the the speed that you burn calories, any calories. That spikes when you do anything. So if you, you burn less calories sitting down than you do standing up. You burn more calories walking than you do standing and you burn more calories jogging than you do walking and obviously burn more calories sprinting than you do when you jog or walk. But you can't sprint for a long time. So the amount of calories that you can burn in 10 seconds is not very many, which is why when I go to get fit and strong, I don't want to burn that many calories. I don't care about how many calories I burn and I don't want to burn any fat Because when you work at 100% effort in the phosphate system, you're not burning fat. You're you're burning stored energy, immediate stored energy inside the muscle. You're not burning very many calories, but what you are doing is changing, massively changing what's going on inside your body. You are creating pressure. You're forcing your body to change. So number one, you'll get an increased base metabolic rate because you're going to replace muscle tissue or gain muscle tissue. You're going to increase your metabolic rate because obviously when you sprint, you get a burst of, you have to create a burst of energy so your metabolism goes through the roof. So the speed that you're burning calories for that 10 seconds is very fast. But your respiratory quotient, which is where are those calories coming from? If you're constantly putting your body under intense pressure, if you're constantly putting in 100% effort, 
your brain, very smart, and your endocrine system, very smart. Your hormones say this woman is constantly forcing us to work at 100% effort, which the energy source for that is not fat. We have to we have to use stored carbohydrate. We have to use stored energy and stored phosphates inside the muscle. So what we have to do is make sure that we save the hundred. Uh, sorry, the we have to we have to save uh, the carbohydrate that she's going to use in the stored phosphate phosphates that she's going to use for her 100% effort burst. So for the rest of the time, the other 24 hours of the day, we need her to be burning fat because we store lots of fat. We only store half a kilo of, of carbohydrate. Glycogen, sugar, glucose, whatever you want to call it, carbohydrate has a storage limit of around about half a kilo. So when you say I'm overweight, it's not the carbohydrate that's weighing heavy on, on, this, on the scale because there's only half a kilo in your body of carbohydrate. But that carbohydrate is the intense fuel required, the pure fuel required to work really hard. It's the, it's the uh, sugar is the um, energy for your muscles and it's also the energy for your brain. And just as a quick side note, when you're in hospital and you can't eat any food, they put you on a glucose drip because glucose is what your brain runs on. So just something to consider. So if I get really fit because I am exercising in the phosphate system, and if I get really strong because I'm lifting in the phosphate system, I get, get more muscle, replace muscle. I get really fit, so I get an increased base metabolic rate, burn more calories. I spike my metabolic rate a day, and as I always share, four puffs an hour. There's lots of reasons for doing that. The energy burst is amazing. What happens inside your brain is amazing. But you're also, intense bursts of activity is increasing your metabolism. Also gives you energy. So when you've got more energy, you do everything else faster. You vacuum faster. You wash the car faster. You can pick up your children because you're stronger. You can just do everything quicker. So throughout the day, you burn more calories. You have an increased metabolic rate because you've got more energy. This is pretty exciting. But the thing is the respiratory quotient. When you change your respiratory quotient, where the calories are coming from, your body saves the carbohydrate for intense activity and turns your body into a fat-burning machine at rest. A fat-burning machine at rest. And as I always share, most humans, I think all humans, spend a lot more time doing nothing than they do intense activity, phosphate system, sprinting and lifting. Phosphate system is 10 seconds. If you, if you move, and I don't like to use the word exercise because people think long, boring and slow. If you do an intense burst of activity at 100% effort for 10 seconds, Everything changes. Your brain chemistry changes. It's called the fight and flight system for a reason because you're either fighting a threat or you're running away from a threat. And if you're lifting heavy or sprinting, the rest of your body doesn't know that it's not a wild animal. It just knows, hey, she wants us to sprint or she wants us to fight. So all of the chemicals required to turn your body into a fight and flight machine, epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol. And interesting, those ones are responsible also for human growth hormone and testosterone, which is really good for replacing muscle and building muscle. And then when we recover from that intense burst of activity, we then have the dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, brain-derived neurotropic factor, which are the transmitters in our brain that make us feel good, make us feel satisfied, serotonin, rewarded dopamine, loved oxytocin, uh, pain-killing endorphins, and then brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is the chemical that enhances everything in our brain. And if our brain controls everything else, then it enhances our whole life. To cut all of that into a very short story, 
boring long slow exercise will not help with weight loss it's not motivating it's boring it's long and it's slow and the number of calories that you burn is really slow uh, really small and really slow and i'll go one step further i think that long slow distance exercise actually makes people fat not only does it not help them lose weight it makes them fatter and here's why Please consider how many calories are burnt in an hour when you go walking or 30 minutes when you go jogging, plod jogging, even 45 minutes in a class. If you're pacing yourself through anything, the number of calories burnt in that 45-minute period, that one-hour period, and I'll be very generous, but let's say it's 500 calories. Let's say it's 1,000 calories. It's not, but let's say that it is. So you burn 1,000 calories in one hour. Uh, you only have to eat a Happy Meal or a, uh, a block of chocolate or a, a muffin and you've put in 500. So now I've put in 500 calories, I burn up 1,000 calories. What about the other food I'm going to eat during the day? Most people, uh, if, even if you're counting calories, to live on a restricted calorie counting diet is very... To me, I can't think of anything worse. To me, diet is the only, only thing I can think of is the first three letters, which is die. Can't have, mustard have, don't have the things that you love. And usually the things that you love are very high in calories. So really, it doesn't matter how much exercise you do. And I'm sure you've heard the comparisons where if you have a, a glass of Coca-Cola, you have to exercise for an hour. Or if you have a muffin, you have to exercise for half an hour. But they don't say how intensely you have to exercise. Uh, and if you just plod jog through, you might burn, let's, and it's not a thousand, but let's say it's a thousand calories. You can't keep up. Your mouth cannot keep up with the, with the, the sorry, your, your body cannot keep up with the amount of calories that you put into your mouth if you're just counting calories and exercising. So what if we focus on getting really fit and getting really strong, increasing our base metabolic rate, increasing our metabolism, increasing our uh, or changing our respiratory quotient so that our body prefers to burn fat at rest? And then is it possible that because we're fit and strong, we'll be lean? We'll be fit and strong because our body is now burning more calories, has a respiratory quotient that prefers to burn fat. So we're, we're hard to touch. We feel energetic. We've got uh, less chance of... Uh, diseases, less chance of picking up germs, bugs and viruses. We've got great self-esteem. We've got better self-confidence. Everything about life is so much better because the side effects of being fit and strong is that we will have a healthy, fit, strong body that's full of energy and can do all the things that we love to do. And if we focus on, I'm going out to exercise that I can be really fit and really strong and do all the things that I want to do versus I'm going to exercise because I've got to burn calories, got to burn fat. Surely there's, the brain space is different. So you'll often hear the experts saying now that you can't, what do you hear, that abs are made in the kitchen. I think that's a, a common term now. I'm sharing with you the stuff that gets thrown at me every day on social media. All I do, and I hope that you do the same thing, is analyse everything via your anatomy and physiology. If somebody says that exercise doesn't work uh, for fat loss, figure out why they said that. And there is a very good reason why that was said. Most people think that exercise is 30 minutes, 45 minutes or an hour. It's long, slow and boring. It doesn't have to be. What if our exercise program was 10 seconds, intense activity, 100% effort. 100% effort gives you 100% results. It's short and it's fast, so less chance of getting injured and it actually works. Imagine an exercise program that was safe, fast and effective. And if effective means for you lose weight, imagine turning your body into a fat burning machine so that you were lean.
Wouldn't that be awesome? Ha ha! Super duper do, how are you? Exercise to feel great and be healthy, fit and strong and the side effect will be you'll lose weight. Woohoo!